I recently completed a project. It was the seventh of what I've dubbed the Twelve Labors, the series of seemingly impossible feats of strength driven by a charitable purpose that I hope to complete in my lifetime. Sure, suffering in service to others has many benefits, and it can even be a multiplier in life if, if you find meaning in that suffering. But for me, at its core, my pursuit of self-mastery and service to a cause greater than myself remains the primary focus. I needed to emphasize that focus on purpose and a cause greater than me. I say that because the labor I did wasn't the labor that I had originally planned to do or even trained for. In fact, my decision to undertake this challenge was made at the last minute after considering, I don't know, the hundreds of excuses not to do it. And I'll explain why. My original plan was to walk 142 miles from the Badwater Basin in Death Valley to the summit of Mount Whitney while wearing 100 pounds of chains. I wanted to bring awareness to the Brian Grant Foundation, an amazing Portland-based nonprofit who's doing real life-changing work in the Parkinson's disease community. I encourage you all to go check them out if you get a chance. But then COVID hit. And like for many people, everything changed from my training to the logistics of the labor itself. It was one obstacle after another for what seemed like months. And it all seemed to be dependent on the ever-changing health, societal, and oftentimes political landscape that we all have witnessed and experienced. And then the final nail in the coffin was when my permits for Mount Whitney were canceled due to recent wildfires. When the realization sank in that this labor, this this passion-fueled project, right, driven by something greater than my own life, was now slipping into the realm of what if and would have been, it crushed me. So after a long conversation with myself, uh, it really came down to two choices. I could either remain a victim of these externalities, things outside of my control, and resign myself to the easy way out, or I can take responsibility for my situation, pick up the broken pieces, and instead of just throw them away, rearrange them into an outcome that I want, an outcome that I could live with knowing that I did everything in my power to regain control of my story despite every excuse to quit, blame someone else, and concede on my goals. I chose strength. And as the saying goes, if you want to take the island, you have to burn your ships. And oh, how true that is. I wasn't going to allow this opportunity to just pass because a few doors closed along the way. I would not squander my gifts. Why should I? Why? Because, because the overwhelming narrative says I should? Or because life happened to present me with, with some rational excuses to forfeit my goal? 
I am and will always be the author of my story. So I decided to do a different challenge. It was a hybrid of past labors that included multi-variables, but, but still encompassed the essence of my mission. I pulled a two and a half ton pickup truck for 10 miles through the Arctic Circle in freezing temperatures while wearing, a f while wearing 50 pounds of chains. I performed this challenge on the infamous Dalton Highway, known as one of the most dangerous roads in America due to its desolation and harsh winter conditions. As the time of this recording, I'm recovering. I'm tired, I'm worn, but I am here. And more importantly, my heart is full. I chose to do this unlikely labor because I felt that now more than ever in this troubled, watered down, mediocre society we live in. It seems that everyone is fighting for which group gets to crown the victim totem pole. Instead of coming together as, uh, as individual agents of our own fate, recognizing that our differences and, and diversity of thought are not only our strength as a country, but the bedrock of a free society, We've chosen to focus on the weaknesses in each other and advantages or disadvantages based on skin color, not merit, and politics, not character. We've forgotten that generations before us didn't task us with perfection, but to gradually live up to the founding declarations crafted in an admittedly imperfect nation. Little by little, generation by generation, though we may stumble, we were tasked to oversee progression ever forward towards fulfilling the ideals outlined by our founding fathers. Or as Martin Luther King said on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial, the blank check that must be cashed. So I felt that people needed a subtle reminder of just how strong they are now more than ever, especially when it's easier to remain a victim. It's easier to fold on your goals and aspirations. You are stronger than a label. You are stronger than your past. Your, your history does not define you. Why? Because you are adaptable. And you are resilient beyond measure, down to the very cells in your body. During these hard times when, when everyone wants you to be afraid and weak. Everyone wants you to put your dreams and goals on pause in service to someone else's agenda, someone else's narrative. This labor was meant to be a humble reminder of the great resiliency and strength of spirit that I believe each and every one of you is capable of invoking. It comes down to excuses versus results, and you can't have both. For me, the choice is simple. When I take action, I get results and I grow. When I make excuses, I rationalize mediocrity. It's that simple. You can't make big gains in life 
without mastering the little steps that pave the path. And it's not about how many steps I have left. It's how can I make the most of the next one or two steps in front of me. See, achieving anything of value is simple, but it has a cost. And it sure ain't easy. There is no victory without triumph. Difficulty, self-doubt, fear, the unknown is the cost we all must pay in order to be great. We all have that voice in our head. And I call that voice the gatekeeper, the gatekeeper of, of our goals, the gatekeeper of our dreams and vision of success. It's the voice that determines whether you are worthy of everything on the other side. It's the voice of caution and reason. The voice that says, maybe you're not ready. Maybe you don't deserve what awaits you on the next level. It's a voice that directs you towards conformity, safety, comfort, and normalcy. and says the path of mediocrity will ease your burden. Just quit. Surrender. Turn back now while you still can. I'll leave you with this. Your reality is not what happens to you. Your reality is how you internalize and respond to what happens to you. It's about perspective. Are obstacles in your way walls or ladders to something greater? During times of uncertainty and hardship, to keep going isn't an option, but a necessity. Fear is not an enemy. No, inaction is the enemy. Fear is an ally. Seneca said we suffer more often in imagination than in reality. President Roosevelt said the only thing we have to fear is fear itself, nameless, unreasoning, unjustified terror, which paralyzes needed efforts to convert retreat into advance. Why are you manufacturing monsters then kneeling down to them when they tell you to surrender? No, instead, pick up your burden, lean forward, and walk tall, forthright into the unknown because that's where greatness lies. The cave you fear holds the treasure you seek. It's going to get tough. Look, like the first of Buddha's Four Noble Truths, suffering is inevitable. Life is tough for us all at times, this year particularly. But it turns out you are damn tough too. Tougher than life is hard. And damn well equipped for the task. You are stronger than you think. When things fall apart, it's up to you to pick up the pieces and craft it into the narrative that you want for your life. When the going gets tough, lean in and pick up the heaviest thing you can and carry it. That will undoubtedly lead to strength and substantial growth. The alternative is to be weighed down by your troubles and embrace the victim label that society is far too eager to place on you and which will only lead to anger, bitterness, and resentment down the road. Why? Because choosing to remain weak and helpless doesn't move you forward in the game of life and no one wants to help someone who won't help themselves. Lastly, there is no burden too great or chain too heavy that can keep you down. 
You are stronger than you think. You are enough. You are worthy.